0: Broadway tickets go on sale today at 100%
1: capacity. I think we have challenges ahead of us. The truth is, we're going to have to want to come back in order for this to happen. And Broadway's back, New York is back, and America is back. What does
2: it take to get a more in-depth look into the week's top local news stories? The Debrief brings you inside for a one-on-one conversation with our reporters. Every week, right here, right now. The Debrief. Welcome into The Debrief. I'm your host, Adam Cooperstein, in for David Ushery. As New York City starts to spring back to life, there has been a quintessential piece of the puzzle, still in the dark. I'm talking about Broadway here. It was one of the first things to shudder because of the pandemic. And even as Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio set dates for a full reopening, we didn't have a clear plan for the return of Broadway until now. September 14th yes shows can open at full capacity tickets are for sale and yet it's not so simple not all shows are coming back right away it's going to be a rolling restart and there's still some questions about what Broadway is going to look like today in the debrief we're going to talk to a Broadway producer about the discussions happening behind the scenes and a Broadway music director sharing some of the concerns from the cast and crew that bring these shows to life but first Here's News 4's Andrew Siff.
3: We're thrilled. I mean, everybody who's working here, the entire staff is Broadway-based and they can't wait to get back to work. Susan Sampliner is company manager of Wicked and site manager of this vaccine site, among those in limbo ever since Broadway went dark 14 months ago. The show's open September 14th. Governor Cuomo made the announcement at his Manhattan office. The governor's budget director said Broadway shows can open at 100% capacity, but audience demand might not be there at first, even for the cultural lifeblood of the city. The question is, will people feel comfortable sitting next,
2: right next to another individual without knowing their vaccination status?
3: For now, shows are returning without requiring a vaccinated audience. Some Broadway employees hope The reopening is incentive. Maybe the idea of going back to seeing shows and going to concerts and stuff that will encourage more people to get vaccinated. Actors have voiced anxiety for weeks that half-filled theaters won't pay the bills. We can't really do socially distanced uh, shows on Broadway because the producers need to make money to pay the cast and everyone that works backstage. But today, the Broadway League, which oversees 41 productions, said a handful of long-running shows will be first to go on sale and that safety precautions will be in place. Masks will be mandated. There'll probably be a different ingress and regress to the theater. And I suspect a lot of contactless services.
2: And joining us now on The Debrief, Broadway producer and a board of governors member for the Broadway League. He has two shows with dates to be announced very soon. Brian Moreland, so good to have you here on The Debrief. Really appreciate the time, Brian. And and what exciting news to know that there are tickets for sale. Was there ever a time where you thought, During the pandemic, I don't know when this is ever going to happen for Broadway.
0: You know, I am a radically optimistic individual, and I always felt like we would be back on Broadway very, very soon. But there was definitely a moment during 2020 where I thought, is there actually going to be an end in sight? How much longer can I keep my pom-poms out for the heartbeat of Broadway? And here we are.
2: Your show is American Buffalo, Thoughts of a Colored Man will be coming at some point soon. We'll be standing by for dates on that. But we do know that a number of shows are for sale as we speak. And we know that people will be able to go to the theater district in New York City and sit inside a Broadway theater again as soon as September. And it's been a long road to get here. What do you think? For people on the outside who say, hey, you know, everything else is coming back already. COVID numbers are plummeting. Why does it take so long for Broadway to return? Why does it seem like Broadway is the last thing to come back for this New York City recovery?
0: Well, I definitely love how you phrase that question. I cannot wait for people to flock to Times Square again and sit in these theaters. We were the first thing to close and we were the last thing to open, as you mentioned. Um, We are a large gathering place. So science told us at that particular point in time that we were a super spreader event and now it's going to take a beat for us to come back because we've got to get all of our cast members back so many people have been affected by the pandemic so many people have left the city uh given up apartments moved home we have crew members that have started to that have left the business in general, have taken on new life, new work. So we have to find all of our people back. We have to get them back into the city, get them back into a rehearsal studio. Each show is probably going to have a rehearsal from somewhere from two weeks to four weeks or maybe even six weeks, depending upon the show. And all of that will take time. We have to bring back our wardrobe crews, we have to go back through all of the costumes and we have our stage hands going through all the lighting equipment and the sets. All of that takes time. And so that's why when you talk about turning the lights back on Broadway, we have to really make sure that every single team member, whether they're on stage or backstage or working in an office that supports that theater is ready, able and safely able to return to work. And we, that takes us a little bit of time but September, we can definitely get it all back together.
2: It's such a collaboration. There's so many moving parts to this. And I'm glad you're an optimist. But the reality is, we have to be honest, it is a challenge. What 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 worries you? Uh, there's a lot to work out here. What worries you uh, about getting to that point where, where, where theater goers are sitting in there at, a, at 100% capacity possible in September? Because there's still a lot to work out between now and then.
0: Yes, there's still a lot to work out between now and then. We have, we are thankfully have been given the green light by the state. We're going to keep, continue to monitor the protocols to make sure that we are up to date with all safety issues. We know that we want our audience to feel safe. And listen, nothing beats Broadway, Adam. Nothing beats Broadway. And knowing that we are going to have a Broadway opening for all theaters that will safely invite our audiences back to the seats. The thing that worries me the most Are the team members on stage and backstage making sure that we can get them back because this has been a long time for people to be out of work and away from something that they love so we hope that each and every one can come back
2: and those you know the team members you talk about these are for some shows a large cast a large team behind the scenes and, and there's just so much that goes into it. I spoke to an actress in the revival of Company, and she was saying, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm, I'm can't wait, but I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous about coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you deal with so many actors and actresses. What are you hearing from them about their concerns?
0: They're concerned about health. They're concerned about, is it going to happen? Are we going to have enough time to make everyone feel safe? And so we're listening to those concerns. We are the Broadway League is coordinating with every single union to have positive conversations about how we return, making sure that each and every one of those team members are safe. That's the primary concern from from talent the talent from those actors and actresses and stagehands. That's what it is. We want to make sure people are safe.
2: And When we get into the theater and I'm going to be Mm -hmm. there day one, Brian, like, trust Mm -hmm. me, I already went online and said, which show could I go to and how soon can I get there? I think there's a lot of unanswered questions, but if you could do your best to help me try to predict or at least tell me what conversations are, are happening behind the scenes when it comes to vaccines, will they be mandatory? Will people be wearing masks? What do you expect for the experience?
0: It's a little, it's a little bit of a moving target at the moment. Um, currently, the Actors Equity Association has posted their guidelines that tells us that people need to be vaccinated backstage. That's what we know right now. That could change by September because, as you know, everything is updating. You know, before we started the tape, we were talking about removing the mask outside and what that feels like right now, and and that science just changed for us. And so right now we are going to do the same thing pay attention to the science
2: yeah and and it really does change every day and that's why
0: yeah.
2: it's difficult if I, you know you buy tickets in in here in may um it's possible that if everything goes really well the vaccine has been so effective it's mm-hmm. possible that Everyone can cram into a theater and feel totally comfortable and not have to worry about a vaccine passport when September comes around, if the virus transmission levels are low. So, so really, a lot of it, I think, depends on where things stand. And you can't wait until we know everything, because for Broadway, this is the part you can help us explain. You have to put tickets on sale in advance, and you have to gauge the interest from the audience.
0: That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. You know, theater is a weekly business. So unfortunately, if we don't sell a seat, we don't pay rent. We don't pay salaries. We don't pay royalties. Nothing. So we do have to put the tickets on sale, which thankfully we're able to do with that wonderful announcement from Governor Cuomo. And our tickets are now on sale for for a lot of shows. And many more shows will be coming online in the next couple of days and weeks. And that advance will help us relaunch Broadway beginning September 14th.
2: Brian, when we think about Broadway here in New York City, the people who live in this area, sometimes in the past, have almost taken it for granted. You know, it's always there and we can go to a show whenever we want. Do you think with tourism still lagging far behind pre-pandemic levels, that there is enough interest in Broadway from the tri-state region to keep these shows alive?
0: Let me think about that for just a moment, Adam. Yes yes <laughs> yes and yes i am actually most excited that tourism is at a low simply because it provides space for the new yorker our new yorkers to come back and be a tourist in our own backyards how exciting is that my favorite time of year is when is when the tourists have left the city i can go down and see the macy's the macy's christmas windows i can walk the streets freely because we don't have all of the tourists and now with Broadway reopening and tourism at a low, all of these people will be able to come and see Broadway as if they're a tourist in their own backyard. And I think that's lovely.
2: I appreciate the freedom we've had to enjoy New York City without all the tourists, but I wouldn't mind seeing them back because it's <laughs> such a sign of of the revival, right? Uh, it, I never thought I'd say that. I missed some of the Times Square chaos. But when, when these shows are going to be coming back. Do you expect mm-hmm. most of the Broadway shows to be just like pre-pandemic, eight shows perhaps a week? Or do you think some of the shows will scale down if demand is a little bit lower?
0: I, right now, that's an ongoing conversation, um, to be perfectly honest. It's an it's truly an ongoing conversation. Most shows really are aiming to return back to a full, to a full pre-pandemic schedule, which are eight shows a week, two shows on Wednesdays, two shows on Saturdays, knowing that now – we hope that and are optimistic that we'll be able to do it. But if something shifts, you know, I ask on behalf of all of us, you you just bear with us so we can get it right.
2: What do you think, Brian, it'll feel like? Night one. Oh, what do you think? Night of, one. Being there in the theater, because I, I, some people have said this, uh, New York City, we're talking about. Uh, june july the summer new york city is fully reopened but it's going to be you could argue that new york city is not fully back until broadway's back what's that going to feel like when you're in the theater for that first night
0: well adam there is something that happens on on the first night of every show a wonderful robe is bestowed upon the person in the cast that has the most chorus shows uh ever and this gypsy robe goes around show to show to show and each time it passes a new show a new patch is sewn onto this coat and it's the most joyous occasion that happens in the theater when a show opens when we return it will be like opening night where every single show will be able to have a ticker tape parade within the theater with a lot of love and a lot of laughter can't wait
2: for that i love i love yeah. that image and just uh, just imagining the euphoric feeling that everyone's gonna have brian uh congrats on a great year for you i, I know that uh you, your play seawall life tony nominated show and also you're selected as the broadway global producer of the year for 2020 really appreciate you joining us here on the Debris.
0: thank you thank you so much for having me come back to broadway because nothing beats broadway
2: And joining us now is Nate Patton. He is a Broadway music director and conductor. And I'm really thankful, Nate, that you're joining us here on The Debrief because you've made some videos on Instagram that caught my attention and and really caught the attention of a number of people within the industry and beyond. Because this opening of Broadway has been a long road. And now we have an actual date. That's a good start when you say that we know for sure that a show is planning to be back September 14th, and then a number of other shows will follow.
1: I would say it is definitely a good thing, for sure. But you're also skeptical. Yeah, I'm not so much skeptical about it happening as much as it's just an incredibly complicated time, I think, in the industry. Mm -hmm. Bringing this industry back on its feet is, is both hugely complex And uh, just really quite an ordeal. So I'm not skeptical about it ultimately happening as much as I just think there's a, there's a lot going on. And I think that the theater community has undergone a really serious trauma. You know, this has been deeply traumatic to artists and to the industry as a whole. And I kind of feel like, you know, you don't experience PTSD until you're safe. And I, I almost feel like we're entering this period of, you know, post-traumatic stress as, as an industry. And and we're kind of having to pick up the pieces now and figure this out.
2: So how do you reflect on that trauma? And at the same time, do all the work that goes into bringing shows back
1: in, in the fall? I mean, it's a great question. And I don't think everybody would agree on the answer to that. Uh, My personal thought on it is that as artists, you know, we have to we have to be the creators. We have to be the ones who are artists and who actually put out, you know, the work and the, and the art and, and the, the art itself is the way to show that we are back. I feel like it is the responsibility of Broadway and the art community and also Hollywood and anyone who's an artist. It's It's our responsibility to. You know, be a positive force in the world during times of change. You know, and we've—I mean—the country has just undergone. I mean, in the even in the past five years before COVID, it's been such a deeply like tumultuous time in in the country. And I think that, you know, as artists, I think it's our it's our responsibility. This is our calling to actually be a voice in these times and to reflect what is going on. Well, that's
2: what theater's times. always done, right? It's been a reflection of society. And and now more than ever, that, that's been missing.
1: Totally. We haven't had the opportunity to do that. I mean, th- this is really unprecedented in that, you know, even like after 9-11, I mean, the Broadway closed that Tuesday and then it closed that Wednesday night. And then on Thursday, it was back up and running, if I recall correctly. And, you know, artists were allowed to convene. And I think one of the most, you know, insidious uh, pieces of this of this period of COVID is that it hasn't allowed artists to convene. We must, must, must do that now that we have the opportunity to do so. And, you know, some people are gung ho, ready to do it, and I, I, I sense a, a reluctance from a lot of people too, which I can't entirely blame them. Honestly, I think it's it's been so traumatic. I think to just go right back into it is. It's difficult.
2: The reluctance you talked about within the Broadway industry for some, do you think it gets in the way of shows opening in the fall?
1: That's a great question. I suspect ultimately, no, I suspect that producers will press forward. That does not necessarily mean that they're not going to have some major hurdles to jump over and, or also some serious work to do. I know in particular, there's lots of calls for change within actors' equity. The Professional Actors Union, I know they are being really, really strongly called upon to put in some systemic change into their policies and their way of life. And I I do see that being certainly something that might need to happen before things actually move forward. But it'll be interesting to see the way that it shakes down. I do think producers, of course, and I think that they should press forward with reopening. I just think that You know, there's going to be a there's going to be a lot that has to happen. I think I think there's going to be a lot of things that need to fall into place before it actually can. But no, I'm absolutely optimistic that it will. Um, I want it to, and I think that you know producers will move forward with it for sure.
2: Let's finish on a positive note. What do you think it's going to feel like when you're inside the theater for the first time, being a part of a Broadway show?
1: Oh God, I I mean that almost makes me emotional just talking about that. I I think it will be. Uh, thrilling and and beautiful and exciting and also c- complicated you know I I would love to give the answer that everybody wants to hear which is amazing and perfect and magical and we'll all cry and that probably will happen but I, I think it'll bring up every weird emotion I think it'll bring up every complicated complex feeling that came with this period of tragedy but included in that will be the utter joy of performing and the thrill of having a live audience I I think it will be absolutely uh, powerful and moving beyond something any of us have ever experienced as artists. Nate, thank you so much for the time. Great talking to you. Great talking to you. Thanks for having me. And a
2: big thanks to all of you for listening. And thanks to our production team, Melissa Mack, Darren Price and Ben Berkowitz. I'm your host, Adam Cooperstein, in for David Ushery. And we'll check back with you next time on The Debrief.